Canada's premiers met with the Prime Minister this week to discuss how to address issues facing Canada's health care system. The feds plan to increase health transfers for the provinces. But what about the staffing issues in the health system already? Joining us to talk about it is Dr. Fiona Clement, Director of the Health Technology Assessment Unit at the UFC's Coming School of Medicine. Good morning to you, Doctor. Thanks so much for your time. Good morning, Sue and Andy. Thanks for having me. Okay, so always a, a good thing when the federal government announces that there'll be some more money we can put into the healthcare system, and that's obviously good news for Alberta as well. What are some of the biggest challenges, though, facing our healthcare system in this province right now? And maybe that money's not enough to take care of. You know, Sue, you're bang on there. Like, more money, great, uh, fantastic. But money really isn't the problem. And we can see that when we look internationally. Canada spends uh, second most on our healthcare system compared to other OECD nations. And we're a real middle performer in terms of outcomes achieved and efficiency of our system. So that says to me that with the money that we have, we should be able to do better. Others can do it. Why not us? So really, I think the problem here is that we have a system that's totally stuck in 1960. Um, our healthcare system was stood up initially to meet the needs of the day in the 60s, which were really focused and limited to acute care and services designed by physicians. And when we look forward now, what we need is some, some really imaginative, creative thinking to help meet the needs of of people today who are living with chronic diseases that are best managed outside of hospitals, um, serious mental health concerns, some of which are best managed by people who aren't doctors, so other kinds of healthcare professionals, things like dental care, vision care, uh, coverage for pharmaceutical drugs, all these kinds of things. Like we, we just need to kickstart an imaginative conversation here. You just listed a, a laundry list of, of, of concerns <laughs> and issues, no question there, doctor. But uh, let's bring it back to staffing because the staffing issues seem to come up time and time again. Mm-hmm. Uh, why have staffing issues become such a, a big problem, not just in Canada, but uh, specifically here in Alberta? Yeah. So even before COVID, staffing was very finely tuned to meet the, what the system needed to deliver. And so you can imagine when you're tightly controlling the number of doctors that you're training and the number of nurses that you're training to match what the employment need is, any change in um, the healthcare needs will result in sort of a miscalibration of the healthcare workforce that we have and what we need. Add to that several brutal years for our healthcare system. Um, our healthcare professionals have just gone above and beyond, um, and that takes a toll. So we've seen increased exits from the workforce, um, and we've also seen an increase of uh, uh, people leaving the province for a variety of different reasons to continue their career elsewhere. So, uh, Doctor, you know, I noticed in the uh, announcement from the feds yesterday, there was a a bit in there about uh, asking the provinces to speed up the ability to allow people who come in with sort of, you know, whether they're doctors, nurses, et cetera, from other countries to Uh be able to jump into the field pretty quickly here in Canada. Was that something that you you thought was really important and, and maybe we really need to get on board with pretty quickly? Absolutely. So in the, in the short term, um, there's really only three options for us to increase our workforce um, numbers. So we can bring in people from other places. We can upskill and certify the people who are already in Canada and have those skills but aren't uh, licensed to practice here. 
um, or we can diversify who gives what kinds of care to patients. Um, and so I think we need to see movement on all three of those um, and upskilling and recertifying people who are already in Canada um, with the skills and the training that we would expect of our healthcare professionals is a really good way to do that. Healthcare and doing better when it comes to serving Albertans and Canadians has been an issue for, for years and years. However, over the past few years, the pandemic even more so pushing this down the road of importance uh, to, to make it more important. I'm wondering about the, the, the pandemic. Have we moved past the pre-pandemic levels of care in Alberta or is it still an issue for healthcare? I think our healthcare uh, services have kind of come back down to pre-pandemic levels, um, but throughout the pandemic, necessarily some services were delayed or postponed, um, and so we have a backlog of about 25,000 surgeries um, resulting from changes that, again, were necessary in the way that services were delivered. We also have a long list of folks who perhaps didn't seek kind of their regular preventative care or the regular care that they might have sought previously for a huge variety of reasons. Some of those are because they didn't feel comfortable coming into the doctor during COVID. Um, Some of them are because doctor's offices were redeployed, things like that. So even as we see care needs come back to perhaps regular levels, um, we have a lot of additional care that has built up that the system needs to absorb. So still a high, high demand on our system. And remembering it's coming out of, you know, two and a half years of very, very intense demand. Um, and it's, it's a lot to ask for a healthcare system to keep pushing at this level. Doctor, then how do we boost interest in the medical field to get more people in nursing, you know, paramedics, doctors, whatever it might be? Do we go into the schools or what can be done, do you think? Mm-hmm. So that I actually am not sure that the level of interest in, in medical care has changed. You know, the people that I talk to have always been drawn to the medical field because of their ability to help people and connect with people, help them through a trying period in their life, help them feel well again. I think that still resonates with our young people. I think really it's about um, how do we get people into the field quickly, remembering that, you know, training a new doctor takes six to ten years, training a new nurse takes four years. So we need some solutions that are are more near-term than that. And that's where the things like licensing comes in. Thanks for your time this morning. A super timely topic. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Dr. Fiona Clement, uh, Director, Health Technology Assessment Unit at the Cumming School of Medicine.